0: Local people. Local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Winds.
1: I'm Linda Lopez, and here are today's top local stories. A massive fire in an apartment building in the Bronx this morning has left five people injured, one with life-threatening injuries. Our Glenn Shuck was on the scene.
0: 610 in the morning, residents making a run for it as fire was pouring out of the top floor here. That's the sixth floor. And underneath on the 5th, tenant Pamela Picchardo says she didn't hesitate. She didn't run out to the street. She ran up to the 6th floor to try to alert her friends.
1: I heard fire. I heard the alarms going off. I went upstairs. I knocked on the door. I tried to see if somebody was in there, but I ain't got no answer. I guess somebody, you know, couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. And I guess when I was knocking on the door, I felt like somebody was trying to get to the door, but it was too late.
0: Dramatic video of two firefighters performing CPR, uh, pumping the chest of one of those six-floor residents to bring him back. Shock 1010 wins, 92.3 FM, here at Holland Avenue in the Bronx.
1: We're getting more details on the FBI investigation into the Eric Adams campaign. Sources tell the New York Times that while agents were searching the home of the mayor's chief fundraiser two weeks ago, separate teams had executed search warrants at the homes of two others with ties to Adams and to Turkey. Investigators are looking into whether the Turkish government had conspired with the Adams campaign to funnel donations into its account in exchange for the mayor pressuring FDNY officials to sign off on a new Turkish consulate building, despite safety concerns. Adams has repeatedly pointed out that he's not been accused of any wrongdoing in connection with the case and says he is cooperating with investigators. Meanwhile, Mayor Adams and Governor Hochul have announced details on a plan for a science park and research campus in the Kipps Bay neighborhood of Manhattan. Adam says the facility will be an anchor for the science industry for all of New York.
0: Our plan to transform an entire New York City block into a state-of-the-art destination for life sciences and health industries. It will create more than 15,000 jobs, over $42 billion in economic impact, and lead to new discoveries and treatments that will change lives and save lives.
1: The project is expected to be completed by the year 2030. The string of moped muggings in New York City continues to get longer. Over the last few weeks and months, thieves have been going around on mopeds and snatching chains, phones, and other items from unsuspecting pedestrians, then just riding off. At least one person has been arrested in connection with two of these incidents, but other suspects are still on the loose. Anyone who knows anything about any of them is asked to call Crime Stoppers at 800-577-TIPS. Well, we told you the other day that the City Council is having a hearing on Monday on the NYPD's plan to encrypt all its radio transmissions by the end of next year. Now, State Senator Michael Gianaris is out with legislation that would require all police departments in the state, including the NYPD, to provide real-time, unencrypted radio communications to credentialed members of the media. Supporters of the encrypted communications say they need to be kept private because criminals have used them to stay a step ahead of the police. But in announcing his proposed legislation, Gianaris said preserving access to law enforcement radio is critical for a free press, and he promised his proposal would strike the proper balance between law enforcement needs and the rights and interests of New Yorkers. He spoke to 1010 WINS. We're building in a time lag, um into uh, what is available publicly so that uh, if there's something sensitive going on at a very particular moment, uh, the public wouldn't hear that for
0: uh, a 10-minute window.
1: GNR says there has been a long history of police chatter being available to the public, and it's not been a great hindrance to what they do or how they do it. Teachers, advocates, and others are rallying outside City Hall today to call on Mayor Adams to reverse the proposed budget cuts that would limit funding for education and child care, among many other programs in the city. Our Marla Diamond following the story, she joins us now live. Marla.
0: And Linda, the chant we're hearing over and over again from this group is care not Cuts. speaker after speaker, critical of the mayors across the board, 5% cuts to education, child care, the city university system, libraries, housing, and the social services that millions of New Yorkers depend upon. They have uh, all said that they are skeptical of the mayor's claims about the total fiscal impact of asylum seeker support, and they point out that this will be the fifth round of budget cuts enacted by Mayor Adams. They say essential services have already been impacted from fire and emergency response to SNAP benefits and housing assistance, and they are asking the city council to use its powers to lessen these cuts. In fact, the city council has expressed a a support uh, for that. The City Council Speaker, Adrian Adams, releasing a statement yesterday pushing back on the mayor's claims that these budget woes come solely from the migrant situation. Adams is calling for the uh full protection of vital services, saying the mayor is using expensive emergency contracts for uh with for-profit companies for the care of migrants. Marla Diamond, 1010 wins on 923 FM, live in City Hall Park.
1: And the New York City School repairman is under arrest on attempted kidnapping charges. Police say 32-year-old Yogeshwar Nareen approached a 15-year-old girl Wednesday morning on Francis Lewis Boulevard and 113th Road in Queens Village and attempted to drag her into his SUV, but she fought him off and got away. No comment yet from the city education department. Police say Nareen did jobs in several schools around the city, but did not work directly with students. Slave bells ring. The Brooklyn Botanic Garden will be flipping the switch later today on its illuminated winter trail. Now in its third year, Lightscape features tens of thousands of moving lights along a mile-long walkway, turning the garden's landscapes, trees, and water features into a virtual winter wonderland. Garden president Adrian Benefee spoke to 1010 Winds. To me,
0: the the great joy of this thing is seeing the joy, particularly on kids' faces. The kids are like, oh wow, oh my God, this is so great. I heard this one girl say today, this is the best day of my life. (laughs) And we're seeing a lot of that because it's just great fun for the whole family.
1: Lightscape runs from tonight through New Year's Day. The owners of a New Jersey jewelry store have decided to give it all away to their employees. Madeline and Harvey Ravinsky inherited Bernie Robbins jewelry from Madeline's father, who had opened the shop in the 1960s. But now they're getting ready to retire, and they say they have no children to leave it to. So they're having handing it over to their managers at no cost. Harvey says they're also having a retirement sale to get the new owners off to a good start.
0: We are expecting and hoping that this sale will allow us to clear all of our debt, so that when they take the business over, which will be first quarter of next year, it'll be totally debt-free.
1: Harvey won't be the owner anymore, but he will still be involved with the store. He says the plan is to, for him to work with the new ownership as the company's CEO.
0: Thanks for listening to the All Local from 1010
1: Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com,
0: or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go.